Trinam Hlope, champion for literacy in South Africa and a versatile, multi-talented artist. And um, she's left an indelible mark on the literary and performance arts in, in South Africa and beyond. And from her early childhood, she was captiva captivated by her grandmom. Uh, storytelling which sparked a love for the spoken and written word and has since become an award-winning author. She's a poet, she's a playwright, she's a director, she's a performer, showcasing her talent on some of the world's most prestigious stages. Good evening and welcome to our legendary section. That's our legendary uh, mother of books. Lina, <laughs> good to have you on The Chill Zone. Good evening, good evening, good evening, madame. How are you doing? I am fantastic. And it is such a pleasure to chat to you because I just wish I had your talent. I'm not <laughs> envying in a bad way, but you you just, you, you know, you bring so much light when you do your work. And oh, thank you. Can I take this opportunity to celebrate you, woman of Africa? Thank you so Can much. I, I embrace it. You, you do an amazing show. Fabulous. I embrace it. <laughs> so <laughs> you do. You were a journalist before and you held a yeah. part time job as a newsreader. That's right. That's right. 1982. <laughs> How did this all Absolutely. start? How did this all start? I was, I met somebody who just said they liked my voice. They thought they could train me. And um, then they trained me to read news for BBC Africa Service, for Radio Netherlands, or ZBC. And it was fascinating to know that I can actually um, convey messages with my voice um, to read news, to know that this particular article is important and you finish it and start with the next one and breathe and pronounce words properly and know that people who listen to the radio cannot press rewind and all of those things. It was a real privilege and it was preparing me for other work in future because I've done so much voiceover work for documentary films, for feature films, for big um, campaigns. And I didn't know that I could use my voice in that manner. And then, of course, as a, as a performing artist, you, you've got this, this voice as your tool and language is the conveyor of these messages because I love languages. So it's been extremely important for me. And so I was very, very lucky, even though it was a short-lived uh, career in new, news reading, because at some point <laughs> we were out for lunch and uh, the um, apartheid government uh, people came and they bombed our offices and we went helter-skelter. Oh, my goodness. So those are the experiences we come from. And in comparison, if you were to rewind, I mean, 1982, 83, then we went through the phase of uh, the 90s. Now we are in the 2000s. Mm. The landscape or, you know, what, what, what does it look like for you? Um, have we migrated to something great? Or maybe we need to go back and just tap into uh, a bit of our history. Okay, I think um, there have been some amazing growth and um, women have made strides i promise you and um, at the same time there are some situations where i'm thinking why why are women doing that so so there is there's there's a there, it's twofold 
it's twofold. There are times when I just feel like women want to be just good looking and pretty and and, and put on all of the extras and whether it's uh, the big, big brooms. I don't know if they call brooms, those uh, extra eyelashes, those big ones like like uh, like i don't know what they're called like the the, the shadows the thing i mean so they're like brooms anyway the nice brooms and then they 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 they, they the wigs to be as far away from your original self as possible yeah <laughs> and then and then be prepared to hand over yourself to whoever has uh, got most money and will give you the most um um uh, louis vuittons and gucci's and whatever there's that element and then there's an element of women who just are unstoppable, who are doing wonderful work in the construction space, whether it's in aviation, whether you are talking um, astrophysicists, you are talking surgeons, um, brain surgeons. Hello, women are going into marine biology, deep sea diving. Women are going to the most unlikely places when you think of where we come from. We never we could not imagine ourselves in the places where women are today. Totally. Oh, some of what I have achieved over the years, if somebody took me to um, um, a fortune teller or a sangoma, and then they tell me the things I have achieved in the past 41 years, I would say to them, bring back my five rand. How is that going to happen? <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it. So we've made strides, but there are times when I think some of us are just um, going back in time. So we, we've got to wake each other up. We've got to bring each other up, pull each other up, and and and, and do it with with affection, with um, with shining a light on one another, and giving each other opportunities, and not leaving the boys behind, not leaving the men behind. We've got to travel together, yeah, to strike that balance. So. You say your grandmother played a pivotal role. Absolutely, absolutely. How so? I think uh, I, uh, the fact that she could handle the young lady who had so many questions, um, other people would say that that's enough now. now. I've answered 18 questions already. Let's, let's put a pause. But um, she, she was fine with the many, many questions I asked. And she told me stories. And she, you know, one of the things that I don't talk about enough about my grandmother is that she was uh, very much into her gardening and healthy food and what. And I'm really, really not good at eating some of the dangerous foods that some people are eating out there. So I've never been the one for oily foods and all of these things. So I, 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 I took that from my grandmother. And I'm quite a mean gardener myself. I love gardening. And then also my grandmother loved traveling. You know, she traveled. She took me to so many parts of KZN to visit relatives in distant uh, parts on the south coast, on the north coast, wherever. And I thought I was quite a globetrotter of note until she pulled me and sat me down and told me, listen, you haven't traveled, actually. There's a bigger world out there. And I didn't know what she meant because I thought, really, we've seen the world. I mean, we've been to Nongoma. We've been to Dandi. We've been to Port Shepston, excuse me. We've been to places. Mm. <laughs> but it was just a little part of KZN. But uh, my young mind didn't know that. I think it was a prophecy that yeah. I was going to zigzag the world. When you ask me now, um, which countries have you been to? I think let's start with the countries I've never been to because I have seen the world in the past 40 years. Whoa. You're a performer. You're a yeah, performer, yes. you're a poet, you're a storyteller, you're a motivational speaker. Out of all these uh, amazing, um, you know, genres of, of, of artistry, which one is your most favorite that you enjoy the most 
if you want to cut all of the things I do, this octopus woman I am, um, let's say I will always, always, always tell you, when you say, what's your line of work? I'm an author storyteller. I will be an author storyteller until the day that I die. Mm. I'll never stop writing. I'll never stop telling stories. It's extremely important. And stories, they, they, they are so empowering. And, and there's a whole variety of ways of telling stories, whether you are doing history telling, whether you are doing stories to inspire as a motivational speaker, whether you are telling stories to, to, for enjoyment with the little people, whether you are telling stories to, to, to put together a, a message for a certain campaign to say, listen, this is something you push this about to whether it's about a health issue whether it's something stories are so versatile i i, I look at stories uh, like water you can't live without water yeah. every living being has got a story to tell and that's why i always 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 say um for me i tell stories to wake up stories in other people so i'm an author i'm a storyteller i'll always write i'll always tell stories my left hand side is my mother's side you know i don't know what you say in your mother tongue but in a uh, city sandra's grandma to on the left hand side so my left hand side is the oral side of me and um, the, the right-hand side is the writer side of me. And I'll always be that till the day I die. Look, your efforts have been recognized with numerous honorary doc- doctorates and awards, including the National Icon Award from Zanzi Magic TV Channel Yay. and the Kennedy Center International Arts uh, Gold mm, Award. Mm, mm. You have so many accolades. And which one was the <clears> most <throat> pivotal where you felt, oh, well done. <laughs> it's hard to say which one because they, they represent me in different spaces, you see, these awards, whether for, for a performer. You know, when we when we got the Joseph Jefferson Award in Chicago, it was the first time I actually properly directed a play. When I directed Have You Seen Zandile uh, with African Americans in, in Chicago. And um, then my actors came rushing to the dressing room. We got the Jeff! We got the Jeff! I thought, the Jeff? What on earth is the Jeff? And it turns out, um, have you seen Zandile was nominated for the Joseph Jefferson Award? And, um, and, and the fact that, have you seen Zandile, has been a very universal kind of a message. It started in 1985. And every year, have you seen Zandile has been performed in South Africa and in other countries by professional cast members and by schools. And 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 so it's been amazing, the journey of have you seen Zandile. And it's a small part of my life from eight years to 18 years old. But it, the, that universality of the personal story that was told. So I've been amazed by the, 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 the recognition of a play like have you seen Zandile. But but another thing that I must say um, is about um, the importance of, um, of, of the way I've worked on radio over the years or recording the stories on, on, on CDs. When I got a summer award, I thought, you know, these are the things for the big shorts, man. The musicians, the big people. I mean, when you talk about the creative arts in South Africa, at the top, the, 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 the royalty are musicians. And then you, they will come. They will come the dancers and the fine artists and what. At the very, very, very bottom are we, the storytellers. God knows why on earth they think storytellers are at the bottom, but that's the way it is in South Africa.
Mm. And um, so to get an award as a storyteller who writes music, by the way, since I started doing storytelling, I've written so much music. I, I'm amazed by, by that. I've done five CDs so far. And I just enjoy creating music. It's a lot of fun. And I write the most unusual music. <laughs> and uh, when I go to the studio and musicians walk in for a session, like, who wrote this song again? What time is it? And we we have so much fun. We have so much fun in studio. But they always say it's refreshing to work with, with a non-musician who composes songs. Mm. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've, you've founded and directed various storytelling companies, including uh, yeah. the Zanendaba Storytelling Zanendaba. Company, yeah, which, which has helped to preserve the heritage of African storytelling. Yes, it was extremely important for me to form Isanendaba Storytelling because um, Isanendaba Storytellers happened at a time in 1982, actually, and um, 1992, sorry, 1992. And uh, we were, um, I, I just wanted fellow travelers. That's why I formed Zanendaba because I was working so hard as this solo storyteller. Off I go to Canada, off I go to Germany, off I go to, to whatever country, uh, to Malawi. And At some point I thought, listen, man, you need fellow travelers. And so I formed this organization and just started working with uh, other storytellers and I've trained quite a good number of storytellers. Um, and 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 uh, then over the years we started a festival in Johannesburg. And while I did storytelling on radio, the Joko storytelling program, I did that for seven years, and it was sponsored by the Joko Tea brand on uh, from Unilever. I was very very lucky, and I even did a television program with the Joko storytelling. And it was a lot of fun to invite artists to come into the studio with me, um, different guests. You know, the great late Sibongile Kumalo once came and she was one of my guests in studio and we shared stories, we sang together. It was a lot of fun. But um, when I started doing Nozingwa, the mother of books, in the year 2001, uh, can you believe since 2001 to date, it's 22 years now That's that we've been time. running this literacy campaign. I don't know how many books we've donated to how many schools we've zigzagged South Africa. Nozingwati meant that I get to see my country, South Africa, Africa Bull, Ningizim, Africa. I've been so lucky then to visit so many schools, to donate so many books in African languages and in English and whatever other language, and making sure that we've got a special bias, not only to the African continent, but to South Africa as well. I don't apologize about that. Yeah. And so Nozingwati had to fall under the umbrella of another organization. That's why I formed the Trinama Sigo Arts and Heritage Trust. And life lessons. What would you say have been your life lessons? Life lessons. You know, I, I think one of the realities of uh, being somebody who does uh, different things at the same time to be consistent, when I feel really, really exhausted, I've got to do me time. Really, really me time. When I do that me time, I feel good because I, I know just I don't I don't have to think about anything. I don't want a diary. I don't want a clock of any kind. I don't want I just listen to good music. Give me some jazz. Give me some African music. Give me some what? Listen to music. Be still or play around in the garden. So some life lessons is from time to time. No matter how fast you are running, no matter how multi talented you think you are, downtime. You need to love yourself. Mm. So self love. I'm big on self love. Another thing about um, this journey that I have lived is to cherish friendships. 
I've been lucky to have really, really good friends over the years. People who knew me be before I became this famous person and uh, who know me today, who know when I'm saying I'm well, but they know that she's almost well. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and also to, to live on vitamin gratitude. I really, I cherish the gift that God has given me to have good health. I mean, you, you cannot, you can have money, you can have uh, cars and whatever it is that people dream of. But without good health, what are you going to do with all of those things? Absolutely. So for me, I thank God every single day for the gift of life and good health. That's why I say I live on vitamin gratitude. I just received a, a WhatsApp note which says, Good evening, Bertha and the and the team and the brilliant team behind the scenes. She is a legend. I love her rainbow chicken story, uh, storytelling about <laughs> when and where it all started for the big chicken yeah. company. That's Donald in Rustenburg. Yay, I'm glad. <laughs> so a lot of us always think that, you know, when when we have legends, they also don't have dark moments or where you feel mm. oh my goodness i'm at the bottom of the barrel how am i going to crawl out of this any moments dark moments I'm, i've not been blessed with many of those so <laughs> i really really I've, I've been very very lucky when i'm when i'm tired i'm, I'm just tired but not sad i'm, yeah. I'm just I've, I've never had a when I'm when I'm exhausted and I feel like I've really overexerted myself, that's when I have to look at myself in the mirror and say, woman, you need downtime. And sometimes it's not easy to take that downtime because you've made commitments and then the body hurts and then the feet are throbbing. And then you think, oh, goodness, sometimes you can't sleep at night because you are thinking about so many things that you think you've got to finish and then you've got to uh, call so and so you've got to uh, remember to be ready for such and such an event where you are presenting so there are those things of feeling overwhelmed by the commitments and and then i would say that those are the, the the hard times for me sometimes i over commit myself but to say dark moments i go deep, deep i've been really really no, I've been been blessed with 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 that. I'm sorry. You are no. There's nothing to apologize. It means that your journey in life <laughs> is beautiful. And let's talk about yeah. icons that have inspired you. Maybe Yay. they could be your peers. They could be somebody older. I don't know. Hey, let's start with the one and only Empress of African Song, Mama Miriam Makeba. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I celebrate her. I promise you, I love her so much. And sometimes I just read her quotations again and again. And I remember when she went to the United Nations, looking so young and uh, sounding so gentle, Mama Miriam Makeba, when she was not on stage. She always this had this gentle voice. And you think, how is she going to sing on stage? Has she got the flu or something? And then you give her a microphone, turn on the lights, boom! Oh, the lioness hits the stage. Mamire Makeba has been one of my favorites. Another amazing icon is uh, Bessie Head. I've loved Bessie Head's writings. And um, her journey has not been easy. She went through so much from day one. But um, she managed to inspire so many, so many people. Another person I've loved is Mama Loretta Ngobo. I don't know if you ever read one of the best books that um, came out of uh, South African women's writings. Is a book called And They Didn't Die, written by Mama Loretta Ngobo, about African women in rural areas tilling the land, taking care of the home when men are out in the mines working. It's an amazing, amazing book. 
And then we come to my own role model now. Let's talk about my own heavyweight, Mama Nokukanya Lutuli. She did so much, and South Africa chooses to forget her. I mean, I'm sorry, while I'm still alive, they're not going to have that chance. Yeah. So there are two dates coming up. On the 8th, on, on, let's start on the 2nd of September, we are going to Groudville to honor Mamanoku Kanya Lutuli at the Lutuli Museum. And we are starting, it's the first time we're doing this in partnership with Lutuli Museum and UNISA, something called Forget Her If You Can. So I dare South Africa to forget Mamanoku Kanya Lutuli. Number two, what are we doing on the 8th of September? 8th of September, we are launching another first the sign language video of my book, Rosi Mwati, Mother of Books. So, though those are some of the things that are, that I'm busy with. If you're crossing the oceans, let's talk about Zora Neale Hurston. Oh, that woman. She was my kind of woman. I wish I could have met her. She was amazing, Zora Neale Hurston. But there's so many people to, to honor, really, really. Yeah, I can imagine. So many people to honor. And, mm. and to wrap it up, what is the one thing that as South Africa or just as just the general citizens of the world, we don't know about Zinam Shope. I'm sure you've been interviewed so many times. I just want to know one, one thing, just one that we all don't know that's, that we, you know, you, will surprise us. You're not going to tell other people. It's just between no, you and me, right? It's between you and okay. I only. At least just because just you're a nice person, I'm going to tell you. That's great. <laughs> Our friendship is strong right now. Very strong, very strong. You know, when I'm really, really overwhelmed and, and tired and everything, they, you know, people have got stress and they've grabbed the shoulders and whatever, whatever. For me, it's a feet that throb. The feet, they swell and they, they hurt so much that my best person, when it comes to all kinds of reflexology, fly the facials and the whatever, whatever, nails and the, what is it called? The pedicure, manicure. Give me reflexology. Yes, 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 yes. Give me. Uh, even when, when, I, when I'm is so Boston, painful. Yes. Oh, reflexology is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. If I'm in Boston, I'm, I'm going to stay there for six weeks. I'm, I start asking, excuse me, where's a good reflexologist over here? Okay. I'm in Switzerland. Excuse me, where's the best reflexologist over here? <laughs> so mm. I think uh, I'm very lucky to be in spaces where I can have a good reflexologist. That's the thing you know about me. I don't know if people know that. So basically, if I want something from you, I must just come out with a reflexologist, ne? And I'll get whatever <laughs> I want. Trina, it's been Possible. a pleasure. It's, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. You are you are awesome, awesome. Happy Women's Month and all the very best in your endeavors. I mean, look, you are a legend. And oh, I you. hope there will be more like you because there aren't many like you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Chill Zone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm celebrating my baby out there in London. Nomakwezi, my baby. She's doing fine out there. Thank you for having me, Bethan. Have yourself a pleasant evening and a great weekend. Bye-bye for now. Ngabong, ngabong. Zinam Shlope, poet, storyteller, motivational speaker, MC, keynote speaker. She has been our legend tonight. She is just a pleasure to listen to. She's such a storyteller. And I think we ought to have more of her, especially for our children these days. Instead of spending too much time on the androids, we need, uh, you know, individuals like Mamutli Namklobe to just give a different dynamic to consuming information. I suppose that's a wish, Bethy. Let's leave it alone. Modubi Mechalemele is on standby with the news top of the hour.